You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hi, this is Steven from Geek Elite Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candice, a hairstylist that'll work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candice was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts by Candice 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can. Oh my god, we just watched Avengers Endgame, and it yes. was amazing. Yes, it was. So I have here with me Chris and Elizabeth. Thank you for joining us today. Chris has been on this sh- on the show before, but have well, I? well, I don't. This isn't actually a show. It's just uh, an extra podcast. But uh, we're just doing it. So it, the lies start already. Already, but Elizabeth. Yes. Okay, thank you. People know that you actually do exist. I do exist. Okay. As far as we we know. (laughs) How did did you feel about the movie? I really enjoyed it. I felt that the first 20 minutes really tried to put you back to the same feeling you had at the end of Infinity War. Uh Uh-huh. The utter loss and destruction um, and the tearing of your heart out. But then I enjoyed the fact that the rest of the movie kind of paralleled back to the single line quips and the the humor of the first Avengers um, that everybody was got everybody enthralled with the with the universe and the playbacks to previous themes previous sayings previous scenes that everybody fell in love with as well as some of the things that fans in of themselves talked about, um, such as uh, the fact that Captain America's butt belongs to all of America. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, uh, before we get too far in, we're going to make sure that everybody knows, and you should have saw it right there in the title, there's going to be spoilers in this. We are talking spoilers. All the spoilers. spoilers. We're not holding back. The movie is out. You don't have to listen to this right now. It's it's up to you when you listen to it, but it's definitely a spoiler-filled Review. All right. You've been warned after this. Chris, what did you think of the movie? I mean, I went into it thinking that I would enjoy it, and that was completely wrong. I did not enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it? Because it was perfection. (laughs) Can't enjoy perfection? You can't. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what what does that leave you with? something past enjoyment i don't know what it is i believe that's called ecstasy Ooh, fair enough (laughs) fair enough i mean i would i was gonna say that it is it's still it's not at my top but it is my number three of the mcu movies wow yeah it just went straight to three it did wow it goes it goes civil war iron man in game well, I mean, you're wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> but that's how I feel. 
Yeah, and your feelings are wrong. Oh, okay. Well, where would you put this? Is this I have one? no idea. Oh. I have no I mean, idea. We, we do have to admit that we're right now in the afterglow of watching the movie. There, there's. I mean, there's there's going to be the the rewatch, the re-rewatch. There's going to be the the examination closely of what it is we're, we're absorbing. Yes. But uh, right now in the afterglow, it, it's 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 definitely in my number three. Fair enough. Uh, so, as you were saying, Elizabeth, the beginning of the movie, it, I, and I, I really feel like this movie, being three hours, it, it split into three different one-hour movies. Like, that's how I feel. I could see that. Yeah? yeah? Okay, so the first movie is, is or the yeah, the first movie is them first dealing with the aftermath of Infinity War, and then having to deal with the aftermath of not fixing Infinity War. So... The, who is left goes into outer space to take on uh, Thanos, but without Tony. Right. Because Tony... Has Tony, a mental breakdown. Tony has a mental breakdown and is like almost a skeleton, like when uh, Captain Marvel finds him. Now, do you think that Captain Marvel finds him because she just happened to come across him? Or is that because of the end scene to Captain Marvel when she comes to talk to the Avengers after the snap. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened because when we were watching the movie, I was trying to reconcile those two things Mm -hmm. because there's like a perfect place that that scene would fit, Mm -hmm. except it doesn't fit there (laughs) because she shows up with a ship. Right. So... I just reconciled that before we sat down to record this right now. I was like, oh, yeah, that happened before. And then that other stuff happened. So how I mean, I know we're just talking. We're talking about a a fantasy comic book movie. How is it that she in all the vastness of space finds Tony's ship or the the Benatar? Well, we aren't exactly told how long it takes her. True. You have to assume that there's been at least some time. Yeah. Because he's, what, on day 21 of being out there? Something like Something that. Something like yeah. that, yeah. And you would also have to, I guess, presume that because they can trace the energy from the Infinity Stones, that they probably have a general idea of where they had been. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So yep. the the leftover Avengers, that's what I'm calling them at the moment, uh, end up on the, the garden planet of Thanos where he's now a gentle farmer and he's, you know, living out the days with his uh, cooking that he's doing in his normal everyday Joe clothes, which I thought was hilarious. Who did I recently hear refer to the people after the snap as like the leftovers. I don't know, but I think people were saying that because of that, that show, the right, leftovers. Yeah. It's pretty, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. But that made me laugh. <laughs> I personally appreciated that he was farming the same fruit that you saw in, uh, guardians of the galaxy volume two. The one the, that has to ripen before the she, one that has to ripen before she eats it. <laughs> I think I missed that. I didn't catch that. That's yeah, funny. Neither. <laughs> that is good. Um, but yes, he gets there, 
or they get there and he tells them um, they they're like, well, we know you used the, the Infinity Stones two days ago. And he's like, well, yeah, I used them to destroy themselves, and uh, there's no way of putting everything back. So the best, the only thing they have, the only thing they have left, who PTSD Thor is just like. I went for the head and cuts his head off. Like <laughs> it is very, very comic book. Like yeah, to me that was like the exact scene when you see Gamora do the exact same thing during the new Infinity War. Fair enough. Yeah. So I have not read that. But. Yeah, I, I only read that beginning part. <laughs> uh, but what did you? So what did you guys feel from that? From that scene, the the fact that. There's no hope left. This this is it. This is the where the world is going to exist now, or the galaxy, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Nothing. Nothing. Because I knew that that wasn't actually the case. That wasn't the end. Yeah. I was expecting the credits. That would have been good. <laughs> that would have been really good. It's just like troll. two and a half hours of credits <laughs> after that. And then the and then the post credit scene is the rest of the movie. <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. Pretty sure there would have been rioting. <laughs> Why don't they hire us? I think it would have been great. Uh, what about you? I obviously felt what was in, what I think was probably intended by the directors and writers in that you do feel quite a bit of hopelessness and, okay, well, now where do we go from here? And the and Thor's decapitation of Thanos is very much a Thor at the beginning, hearkening back to who Thor was Mm -hmm. when he goes off half-cocked and doesn't really think about what the consequences are. Right. Um, Which I guess, you know, plays to when all hope is lost, you go back to your natural state and what second nature is to you. (laughs) Uh, So we, we then immediately go to five years later. Five years later, and everybody is trying to cope. We see we actually see a cameo from either Joe Russo or Anthony Russo. I don't know which one is which, uh, but he's talking to Cap in the what kind of what are those like meetings? A grief group, grief, yeah, yeah, grief, grief counseling, grief counseling group uh, in the Mets stadium. I don't know if it's actually in the Mets stadium, but they do talk about the they do show the Mets stadium. And they talk about the Mets not being around, so could be. Um, and then, uh, so Cap is is kind of the leader of the group, showing you know this is the therapy that needs to be done. This is you know people need to move on, which he hearkens to later on and things like, hey, we tell people to move on, but we don't. Like we're the ones that can't get over it because it's we we think it's our fault. Um. And uh, uh, the biggest, the bigger surprise, and this is what really got me, was the the fact that the, that there was a Stark child that Pepper and and Tony have a kid five years later. Yeah. So that means anything that you do to reverse what happened, well, almost anything you do to reverse that happens means he's not going to get to keep his kid. True. Yeah. The the thing that did gut punch me though, which was perfect is the very first scene with Clint and his family. Oh god, we didn't even t- I didn't talk about that. You did not. I, I went right over it. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Which is it also the whole randomness of half really gets to me. 
Right? Because Barton loses his wife, his two sons, and his daughter. Yep. Tony loses nobody. Yep. Like, all of his family is still there. I mean, if you don't count Spider-Man, and I don't. But... (laughs) (laughs) But... might be in the minority on that one. Well, it's, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. I am. But he's not really his son. He just happened to be around him for like two years. It's true. Uh, yeah. And then, the, you know, the first thing to go is his daughter, Lila. And then he realizes the rest of his family's gone. And yeah, it sends Clint down a very dark, dark, oh, it's so dark, dark road, dark pass. So perfect. So... Now that the the movie is about the first movie is about how were they going to get to the point where they can fix this because Scott comes back. Scott finally makes it out of the quantum verse which by just sheer luck of a rat, rat running around on the on the machine. This brings me back to Ant-Man though or Ant-Man 2 yeah. more specifically. Because for him, it was only five hours. For, everybody, mm-hmm. for the rest of the world, it was five years. And this is the exact same thing I said for Ant-Man 2. Is like, for uh, Janet, mm-hmm. it should have been a lot... She should be a lot younger than what, than Michelle Pfeiffer is when she comes out of the Quantumverse. Because the time should have ran different. Or a lot older. Or a lot older. Yeah. But either way, she isn't. She's the same age as Hank. Right. <laughs> we don't understand what's going on in the Quantumverse. I understand that. But it's just, it was, that was one of the problems I had with, with, uh, with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, it, it, that should have been something that was addressed in some way. Yeah, although it wouldn't make for a good romantic story if she was 20 and he was 60. It's true, unless you want to be wouldn't like, it it'd be like, look... Love conquers all. They loved each other no matter what. Hey, Cap still loved Peggy when he was going to see her in Winter Soldier. Like, she just, they just, nothing gets to happen because she's uh, super old and dying. Super old, dying, and has uh, Has Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. We don't know if she has a family. We just know she has a niece. Niece. I always do wonder is that supposed to be like her? sister's kid or it'd have to be like a it have to through be through the family name because she her name is sharon carter also yeah so it have to be a brother's kid right most likely most likely hmm. at least for the time period so uh scott's coming back and he has a way he can use the quantum verse to travel through time to go get the stones now to me it didn't to me. It didn't make any sense because we're sitting there talking about like you snatch the stones and then Thanos doesn't have them. But and this is where I, you know one of the comedy spots in the movie is is because they're like, how do you know this is going to work? Well, it works in Time Cop. It works in Back to the Future. It works in all these things. It's die like, Hard. They die, well, no, that one doesn't count. No, yeah, that, that one doesn't not. work. Uh, but yeah, like if to me is if you take them out of the time timeline, then. Thanos doesn't get them, then the snap shouldn't happen, and thus Tony's kid goes away. Morgan Stark goes away. Yep. It's not until Hulk, during the second movie, meets up with uh, Tilda Swinton's character, the ancient one, and she's like, she explains, you can't do that. And he's like, well, what if we bring him back to the exact same moment? Now, was that always a part of their plan, to bring him back to the exact same moment, or did Hulk think about that right then? 
it sure seemed like he just thought of it right then, but it really should have been part of the plan the whole time. Yeah. But again, that would require multiple step thinking, which they weren't really in an emotional <laughs> state to do. Um, and I mean, we're, I'm, I'm breezing over the fact that the Hulk is intelligent Hulk now. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Banner, in the five year expanse that we don't know about, we don't get to see. Banner has come up with a way to bombard himself with more gamma radiation so that him and the Hulk are more of a one person instead of two people. They don't experience, um, you know... Uh, Multi-personality. Yeah, thank you, yeah. It's, 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 so you get the, the strength of the Hulk and uh, the intelligence of Banner. And uh, I did read... I didn't read the article. I kind of read the article uh, earlier this week where they talk about during Thor Ragnarok that the Hulk might have actually been on Scar? Scarn? Sakar. Sakar, thank you. For like a couple hundred years, seeing as how he got there earlier and just like Loki got there like a week earlier than Thor, even though he was in the same time stream or the same right. thing. I could see that. Yeah? Possibility? Possib- I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> uh, so we have the, the Avengers come up with a plan. They're gonna and it 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 first it, it requires them having to convince uh, Tony to come help. He doesn't want to because he is still pissed at Cap for not le- allowing him to build the armor around the world that he wanted to do, even though Ultron was not a good idea, obviously. Well, except when they do go to ask him. Besides the fact that he's convinced that you know Back to the Future doesn't actually work. Uh, he also doesn't want to give up what he's got. You know, he's he's finally got a chance at a normal life. He's gotten the chance to raise a child mm. for five years, which definitely throws a wrench in his priority system. Mm-hmm. That, this is very true. And it's not until he sees the picture of Peter that he's like, ah, fuck. I guess I do have to go and help these people. Well, it, but it still takes some convincing from he, well, Pepper. Cause it, it, it takes him having to actually figure it out. Figure it out, and then he still wants to put a pin in it because he doesn't want to give up what he's found because yeah. he's he's gained something in the five years where everybody else hasn't. So then it's Pepper that convinces him. Because she reminds him he won't be able to relax or sleep if he doesn't. Um, which it kind of brought me to a question in my mind while I was watching it. Half the world's population dies off. Does Stark Industries still make a lot of money? Are they still like a rich? Is he still rich? I would assume he still has the money he previously had. Does he though? Like, it's not like it's all liquid. It's not in a bank account. It's it's all going to be wrapped up in stocks and portfolios and, and stuff. And and the stock market would take a crash after a rather cataclysmic activity like that. But also he had diversified into energy sources and weapons are probably even more valuable now. Would they? But a lot of people aren't fighting for resources anymore. No, but you also have a breakdown of government systems. Yeah, this is true. Which is why Clint can run around and do the things that he does <laughs> from continent to continent. I, I do like the fact that Clint becomes the, the Punisher, essentially. Yeah. Like a global Punisher. It's so good. <laughs> Which makes me wonder, you know, because 
the the Netflix movies Netflix shows are technically in the MCU, but we never get to know, you know, how they exist after the snap or before the snap or what. Right. Like, what, what, was the Punisher still around? Did he team up with Clint in that, that, that little bit of time? <laughs> it's like, I like your style. Let's, let's keep doing this. I like the way you move. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got, you got uh, Black Widow is kind of being global galactic commander. She's, she's putting all the pieces in movement to be like, hey, this is where this needs to happen. You need to take care of that. All these things are happening. Uh, but she is not okay. She is pretty broken. Yeah. She's very upset. And her best friend, Clint, is out there killing people, and she also feels bad about that. Like, there's a she is going through a lot in the in these first scenes. That is very true. Yeah. Um. Uh. Cap. Cap is well, we talked about that. He's doing he's doing the grief counseling. Uh. To, uh Bruce is essentially just living life, being a, a celebrity. Yeah. Like people are coming up to him, taking pictures and selfies and stuff. Uh. Scott was was caught. War Machine kind of just doing soldier stuff. Captain Marvel decides she's got to go back into outer space because she's got a lot of other people to help other than just the people on Earth. And uh, it looked like Okoye is essentially taking care of Wakanda and, and other international areas. Rocket and Nebula are in outer space. Yep. Yeah. But everybody comes back. Comes back to... Avengers Compound when when it's time to go on the mission. Time heist. Time heist. <laughs> time heist, as yes, Scott Lang put it, or at least that's what uh, Tony that. tells us that yeah, that Scott called it a time heist, uh, which I know you loved. So good. <laughs> so much of this movie appeals specifically to me. I mean, it's almost like you were part of the focus group. It's true. <laughs> Uh, we finally get into the, I think the second part of the movie, the second movie is, is going back, is the time heist. It's going yeah. back in time. It's going to the several different places. Now, pin particles are an essential part of the time heist. You have to use them so that you can get through the time, the quantum realm to get to the different areas of time that they need to get to, to, to grab the, the infinity stones. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have cap Tony Hulk and Scott all going to 2012? Yeah, when the yeah. Avengers happen. You have Nebula, War Machine, Clint, and Natasha, uh, Natasha, Natasha. going to 2014? Yes. Yeah, in outer space to grab uh, the Soul Stone and the Power Stone. The Power Stone. So... Was Cap and, and Tony are, are grabbing the Tesseract, yeah. which is the space zone, and the Scepter, which is the soul... No. Uh, the mine. The mine Scott. stone. Yeah, along with Scott. And then... Uh, oh, and the Hulk is getting the Time Stone from the Ancient One. In 2012. In 2012. Although they think they're going to get it from Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, I guess they don't really know when he started being the Sorcerer Supreme, yeah. which is a big part of... A lot of questions that people asked after Doctor Strange is like, when does things take place for him? So now we know a little bit more accurately when stuff takes place for him. Um, 
there's another group, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, uh, Rocket and Thor go to essentially oh. Thor Dark World yes. to retrieve the ether. To, to, to retrieve the ether from Jane Foster's body. Yes. Uh, everybody essentially meets <laughs> some type of emotional person in their past at each one of these these moments. Thor and Rocket. Well, I guess Rocket doesn't, but Thor uh, gets wrapped up with his his mother. Like the the fact his mother died during Dark World. And, uh, you know, he's not the person that he thinks that he should be at this point in his life. And she has to set him right, set him straight and be like, look, we all make mistakes. Even the God of Thunder makes mistakes, even if he's supposed to be perfect. Do you think that had things gone differently with like a, like above board, so to speak, with uh, actors and stuff like that, that more more of that speech would have been Jane Foster's speech to, to Thor? Or do you think it always had been Fre- uh, Freya to Thor? Well, I mean, they still had Natalie Portman in the movie. Is I think that's footage from Dark World. I don't think that's new footage of Maybe. her walking around. Oh, I really no. don't feel like it is. I still think it would have to have been Freya. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, I think Jane would have had too much of an. You would have spent too much time with her having to explain that he's in the future. Figure out that she's from the future, whereas it's fairly easy to just accept that knows what's going on yeah exactly. um, I was raised by witches so yeah. I, I know th- I know things which helps and I, I think it's just one of those things that the kind of conversation he has to have has to be with somebody who understands where he's coming from and I'm not sure Jane does okay that's interesting um, they they eventually get the the ether with no real hitch going off no no real problems uh, it's not entirely explained, but yeah. No, no, it's really not. Um, oh, but Thor does grab Mjolnir from that time period. Yes. Uh, so he will have he has Stormbreaker and Mjolnir, which comes in handy in the in the final so battle. So good. <laughs> uh, War Machine and Nebula have to grab the Power Stone before Quill does. So. They knock him out on that planet, go and grab the, 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 the Power Stone, which when we remember when Quill grabs it, he uses that gravity uh, device to essentially pull it out of the force field that's in. Nebula doesn't, doesn't do that. She just sacrifices the fake skin on her hand. Yeah. The, the, the fake skin that's wrapped around metal endoskeleton. She goes all iRobot <laughs> and just grabs it. Pulls it out. Starts burning. The big problem here is that because she's so much cybernetics, her but her cybernetic neuronet is also uh, being confused for the nebula that exists in that time period. So they're cross they're crossing, and uh, whatever she's recording while talking to War Machine is showing up in younger nebulas. Uh, brain and playing it out for her father which that doesn't make sense because they have different timestamps. that's just that's not how <laughs> things work <laughs> i mean but it's okay it's okay I yeah mean, they needed something they to go do. Wrong. they needed they needed some kind of uh deus machina kind of thing uh so it tips off thanos to the fact that he won he he did it he got all the stones he he made half the the galaxy's population disappear. 
but they're trying to put it all back together. So they can't have that because it's going to undo what he's trying to do. Uh, Although he does use it as a teachable moment for himself. He does. He really does, which is good. You know, if everybody can learn something, that's good. Uh, then you have, uh, well, do we want to talk about the soul stone yet? Sure. Okay. We know how you get the soul stone. Yes. You have to trade out a soul for the soul stone. You have to kill somebody. You have to, so something that you love has to die. But that is, that is another thing. Is it, you have to kill somebody or does someone have to die? Yeah, it's just somebody has to die. Well, somebody somebody you love has to die because you have to sacrifice something you care about. So does, but Clint doesn't sacrifice Natasha. Well, so there's seeing. She sacrifices herself. She, she sacrifices does love herself. I suppose I. I expected it to play that Clint was the one who died. I mean, I get that for the end that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But. If it's paralleling Infinity Wars, Gamora was the only thing Thanos loved. Correct. Clint loves his family. Right. He loves lots of... Natasha's only family is the Avengers. The only thing she loves are those people in so that specific group. It would make more sense that Clint was the one who was going to die. And that's what I Correct. thought was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they do a great like ball and cup trick of being like who is it because they constantly are trying to one up each other to get <laughs> off that cliff that was also a really good moment <laughs> it was a great scene it was a great played out scene uh, but in the end it's it's Natasha that, that ends up on the ground which they did the thing that they did in Infinity War with the red hair that should have been the big giveaway yeah because in Infinity War you because I mean, these are it's a PG-13 movie it's not an R-rated movie you can't really show blood in that way so her hair in Infinity War, it acts as the blood spilling out. They did the same thing with Natasha. Her red hair is acting as the blood. It looks a lot better in this one, though. Like, it looks a lot more like part of her scalp had opened up from <laughs> hitting the ground and, and it's blood everywhere. But I thought that was just me. Maybe that was just me. No. Uh, so he gets the stone. Clint gets the stone. He loses his, his best friend, so to speak. Uh, but... And he wakes up in that little pond area that we saw Thanos wake up in before. Now we get to the shenanigans because we have the Hulk going up against the Ancient One and he thinks he's just going to walk up and take it from her, which was a big mistake. And I thought one of the coolest scenes in the whole movie, which is just a movie full of cool scenes, she fucking soul punches him out of his body, out of the Hulk's (laughs) body. And he's sitting there like... He takes to the whole, like, being out of his body a lot better than Doctor Strange did, that's for sure. Uh, But he's walking around in astral form, like, just having a conversation with the Ancient One about, like, the ramifications of what happened, what, you know, she's like, you can't just have the the time stone, it's going to fuck up everything else. Like, you take an Infinity Stone, and it's going to mess up the rest of time. And he's like, no, if we bring it right back, it should be fine. Everything should be just fine. (laughs) Uh and uh, he, I mean, the, the Hulk's body is just sitting there, like, sleeping, which is hilarious. Until eventually when he gives up, because she explains to him that it is the Sorcerer Supreme's job to protect the Time Stone at all costs, to never let it out of their sight. And he says, then why did Doctor Strange let, him, let, her, let Thanos have it? And that kicks it into her mind. like, he is, he's, she even says he's supposed to be the best Sorcerer Supreme ever. And if he does it, 
then that means it needed to be done. Right. So she gives him the time stone. Mm-hmm. Allow Thor or Hulk then zooms back. We get to the scepter, which is the mind stone, and the tesseract, which is the space stone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Tony's job to get the space stone, Cap's job to get the scepter. He gets the scepter in the one of the greatest ways. <laughs> we see almost a replay of the elevator scene from the the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he gets yeah. into the, he gets into the elevator, and I was expecting him to say, "Anybody want to get off right now? It'd be okay." <laughs> but he does it. He turns to uh, Sitwell and he says, "Hail Hydra," which. Was just perfect because yeah. I mean it has to go towards Secret Empire, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we, he's not actually a Hydra agent, That's but he true. says it, and it is just that much better. Like you see, uh, uh, Rumlow, like everybody in the elevator is just super tense, and like they're ready for that fight. Yep. And then Rumlow just relax, and then everybody else is just breeze, and he's just Cap takes the scepter right out of the envelope or elevator without hurting the person, without fighting, throwing one punch. And he just chuckles to himself. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's it's the best, and he he gets away with it just fine until, until he meets the younger him. Yeah, <laughs> which is just hilarious. Well, although the timing has to be just right for that, because he runs into him just as Loki has disappeared. This is true. You're right. So we get back to uh, the the space stone as. Uh, well, we have what Tony and Thor taking it downstairs with um, Loki in shackles, which we saw at the end of Avengers. Yeah. Uh, their big thing is to cause a distraction to the point that Scott has to pull something out of Tony's uh, arc, re- reactor. arc reactor heart at the moment and send him into cardiac arrest. <laughs> uh which I don't understand why the hitting him with lightning fixes him. Yeah, we're not going to question one of those it. Things we it's just have just to accept. A thing. Okay, fair enough. I mean, you have to take into account in this time period, this timeline, he had just taken that bomb into the or that that missile that nuke into outer space, and then fell to Earth, and the Hulk had to scream him back to life, like roar That's him back true. to life. So his heart's probably pretty. Pretty uh, frazzled at the moment. Yeah, but uh, so Scott pulls the pulls the piece out. He Tony's essentially dying. They kick the the case around that has the the tesseract in it. It the older Tony grabs it. He's leaving, but because younger Tony made the Hulk take all the stairs down <laughs> Stark Tower, he gets hit by the bigger Hulk, by by the Hulk as he comes out the thing, which was just funny. And he loses the case again. It opens up right in front of Loki. Loki, who no one's paying attention to for some reason, picks up the the Tesseract and then ports right out. Uh, this literally has to be what the Loki show on Disney Plus is going to be about. But does that mean the end of the show means that he has to end up right back there to give the, the uh, Tesseract back to Thor? So that he can take it to Asgard and then put him in prison? Probably. Because it's not a time stone. He's not going to jump around in time. It's a space stone. He gets yeah. to move freely. 
Yeah. Is that screwing up the timeline? Probably. Like to what to what end though? Like what do you are are we going to see this in future MCU movies that how this screwed things up? I don't know. <laughs> they really don't even try to address this. I mean, this. that is literally the last time we see Loki. Yep. If if he does if he does if he did ends up if he ends up not dying in Infinity War because he's porting around using the 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 Tesseract, then he should you would think he would have been at that that final battle scene. Yeah, except yeah. that he doesn't like to fight. And this is the end of the Avengers also. This is before Thor the Dark World and before Thor Ragnarok where he's become more of a hero. Right. So if he's able to bypass all of that, is he still just a villain? Yes. Okay. I'm glad you're such using all these words to describe <laughs> what's going on. Thank you. You're and welcome. You're, you're so helpful. I am. I'm glad you realized So that's, that's one show already. That's one show that we're getting yep. right there. Uh, then that's everybody. That's so, all the stones, right? Yeah. So, well, but Cap runs so, into that's right. Old Cap and younger young Cap. Cap run into each other, <laughs> and they fight it they out. They fight it out, which is a pretty epic fight scene. And uh, young Cap even gets up to say the whole "I could do this all day," and older Cap's <laughs> like, "God, you sound so terrible." Like, which is great. Yeah. It's 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 making fun of itself, which is always a, a good thing, and uh, then the 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 call back to the line of America's butt, which yes. is just hilarious. Uh, but uh, Cap has to come to the realization when he meets up with Tony that hey, we we are still missing the the space stone, the tesseract. So there's only one other place where they can go get another Tesseract and more pin Particles because you need pin Particles and there's only a finite amount of it. They have to go to 1970, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember if there was a... Is it just 1970? Uh, was it 1971? Yeah. No, it was 1970. It was a- just 1970 in New Jersey at yeah. Camp Lee. Lee. Whatever. It's okay. <laughs> and then we get, our, we get our cameo. We get our yep. Stanley cameo, which from what I understand is the last one. Yeah. Uh... I, which makes me wonder why wouldn't they have filmed one for Far From Home? That is weird. I'm sure. I bet you, they said Russo are the ones that said they think that his uh, the one in uh, in Game is the last one. But I bet you there might be still be one in in Far From Home. There might be. I mean, it's so it was filmed so close. Yeah. So, uh, all right. It's it's Stanley driving around in his 1970s hot rod. I don't know what kind of car it is. If I was if if I wasn't such a geek, I guess I would know what it is. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Any clue? Not a clue. No. Okay. And he's he's kind of thumbing his nose at the U.S. Army as he drives past Camp Lee. Uh, but you have Cap in a uniform and Tony in a uh, scientist outfit, essentially to infiltrate the 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 base. Uh, Tony Cap has to go get. Pym particles, which apparently Hank Pym was working on at Camp Lee at the time, and uh, Tony has to, or yeah, Tony has to go get the the Tesseract, which would would have been there for some reason. So I'm guessing, so that would be before Marvel comes to Earth to make a uh, faster than light 
engine. Yep. Um, which is he, she uses the tesseract to power. The that's where the the cube is the, yeah. the cosmic cube. I keep wanting to call it the cosmic cube. They haven't called it the cosmic cube in a while. That's true. It's a tesseract. So, yeah. so all that being said, Tony runs into Howard, his father. It has a real moment so that he can actually connect with his father, which he hadn't done in all the movies other than maybe two where like he's watching the the old film of him yeah. and stuff like that. But that's about about it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, even in Civil War, he's still pretty pissed at his dad. It's his mother that he's really upset that that died in that car crash car crash by uh, Winter Soldier killing her. So in this, he gets to essentially pick his father's brain about becoming a father. And well, he gets to give his father advice. He also gets, yeah, that's right. Because he's done it for five years now, whereas his father hasn't yet. So did he essentially just show up on his birthday? The day of his birth? She, he, his father says that she's expecting, but it doesn't necessarily mean she's about to give birth. Right. right. Did you take it as that he showed it up on his birthday? Because when he says... He says, uh, when Howard says... Uh, She's at the stage where she doesn't like to listen to me chew. I'm going to have to eat in the pantry. <laughs> but not just that. She says, he says, when he says that she's expecting, like he, Tony looks up like as if he's doing the math of the date. And like to me, that was like, is it my birthday? I'm not <laughs> sure anymore <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, but yes, he gets, he gets away. They get away with the, the two things that they need. Oh, but... Cap also gets to see Peggy, like 1970s Peggy, as she's the director of. Is it Shield at that moment? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, all the signs on the. Did it say? Oh, that's right. The signs did say Shield. So there you go. And even Tony's little emblem on his lab yeah. coat was a Shield emblem. So yeah, it's Shield at that moment. It's not the SSR, or OSS, or whatever it is that they. Yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he gets to see her. We get to see. So we we get to see Peggy, and we get to see the Jarvis from the Peggy Carter TV show. Uh, I don't know anybody watched it. I watched it, but uh, he the that Jarvis shows up because he's dri- he's the driver for um, for Howard Stark. But they get the things that they need, and they take off back to the present time, and that's essentially the end of movie two. Movie three is uh, Thanos coming to the present. Due to the fact that Nebula, Nebula had, sw- had switched. The, yeah, the younger Nebula had switched out the, for the older Nebula because she still is loyal to her father, whereas older Nebula is not. And uh, this is one of the... the not I don't want to say plot hole because I know I always use that wrong, but more of a mistake, maybe? How is it that Thanos gets to the present time if he doesn't have pin particles? An unexplained scientific occurrence. The only thing... Yeah, the only thing I could say is that they are more scientifically advanced than we are, so they have that technology? Sure. Why not? It happens. They, like, replicate the pin particles? When, when Cap grabs the extra pin particles from uh, Hanks, one. he grabs four, right? He only yeah. needs two. So what happens? Is, is, is that what happens, maybe? It, I mean, it's quite possible. We, it's not explained, but it... Yeah, so maybe she gets a hold of it, sends them back in time to her father. Her father then uses it to bring bring everybody forward. Yes, sure. Why not? It's exactly what happened. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, which also means 
when during the big battle how does his uh oh his army is the other half of the army that didn't get wiped or that did get wiped out essentially how where does his uh his black order come from and Thanos's black order and his army come from are they, they from the past him. they came yeah. with him and oh, okay from 2014 so ship. that's that big ship yeah ah yeah. uh, okay but when he snaps in Infinity War, half of his people would have died too. But he's pulling yeah. them from before the snap in 2014 as opposed to... But when Hulk snaps again, half the, should would the half of those people, the, the half that, of his people that died in Infinity War, would they be coming back to... They're not necessarily at the battle. That's yeah, fine. But they but, would have been coming back because all... Well, if they did what they said that was the intent was just to bring back to everybody, that time. Right. Everybody that had snapped. Not to undo the last five years, because Tony doesn't want to undo the last five years. He doesn't want his child to go away. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Essentially, we have a third movie that's just a giant battle scene. Right? Yeah. And it is fantastic. It's an <laughs> we have... Oh! Do we, you know what I never brought up? The fact that Thor is overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Thor had been, sleep, had been hanging out in Norway somewhere. In New uh, Asgard. New Asgard, that's right. Uh, with the rest of the Asgardians that still existed. Just drinking away day and night. Hanging out with uh, Korg and Meek. Playing video games and drinking beer. Yep. And thus, Threatening Specifically Fortnite. <laughs> specifically Fortnite. Is that what yep. that game yeah. was? Okay. Uh, yeah. Threatening Nuke Master. Noob or Ma- New Master. New Master 69. Or something like that. It, uh, yeah. That was, that was pretty great. So... He uh, essentially, uh, he, you know, he's it, it doesn't affect his fighting prowess at all, his being overweight. But true. they they still he was still able to find Thor armor that that <laughs> yeah. around it, which was I thought was kind of funny. Uh, he the so the Hulk brings back everybody with the snap. Mm-hmm. The first thing we see is um, Laura. Barton calling Clint's phone. Yep. So they have the memory of evaporating. They just feel like it was five minutes. Right. So that's, I guess that was my next question. It was like, what did they, like, did they experience anything while they were gone? Well, that's where Peter Parker gets to come in a little bit later when and he explains stuff. Up and right. he kind of very in his rapid fire <laughs> and then Tony shuts him up because he wants to give him a hug which yeah. he never did in the the Civil War or uh, Homecoming which like Peter goes in for a couple of times yeah um, so yeah Laura Laura calls him up and but and and Scott is sitting there at the window looking at the birds and he's like hey look birds so I, I guess he just knew how many birds were out there and he's like there's double now <laughs> Uh, but in that moment, they you see Thanos' ship in the background, and yeah, it uh, it blows up the compound, taking down just about everybody. Yep. Uh, Hulk is underneath the building, holding it up so that Rhodey and Rocket can somewhat save themselves. But then water's pouring in, so they're about to drown. Scott has to get down there to become Giant Man so that he can save them. And Thor, Iron Man, and Cap have to fight off Thanos. 
while while Clint runs around fighting off some monsters. Yeah, alien monsters. Alien monsters. I'm guessing it's those the same ones that attacked during Infinity War because they were all crawling around on all six legs or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Clint is is the one that's holding the. Essentially, it becomes a football yeah. because they put they do the biggest <laughs> handoff over and over uh in in history uh later on with the with the gauntlet um but he knows that he can't let them have it and then nebula runs into him and he's like oh i know you you're you're one of us you're a good guy she's not a good guy she's the bad guy gamora from five years ago is uh hanging out with nebula from from present time and having to uh essentially get convinced by nebula to go and stop thanos and so she goes to stop Nebula. But then the older Nebula is the one that actually shoots younger Nebula, which now we have a paradox? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't time ex- like blink out of existence? Or is that just me remembering things like in Back to the Future and <laughs> Time Cop and stuff like that that, shouldn't, that don't really get it right, according yes. to this movie? Yep. Well, unless the assumption is she's bionic enough that... It can just be replaced later? You know, that's a good point. Maybe she, it just stops her. Maybe she's not dead. All right. I can accept that. <laughs> uh, so then he the, the gauntlet. Clint has to take off of the gauntlet. The idea is to get it far away from Thanos as possible. Let's talk about the battle scene. Most of it's done between... Or a lot of it's done between... Uh, Thor, Iron Man, and Cap, and they do a lot of team-up moves and stuff like that, and uh, Thanos eventually gets the best of everybody. That is until someone picks up the picks up Mjolnir. Yep. And you get Cap with both his shield and Mjolnir just wailing on Thanos. Kicking the shit out <laughs> of him. I kind of wish Fucking that he would... using lightning even. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Pulling off some shit that Thor hasn't done. Yeah. I kind of wish that he would have had like a like a Iron Man chess piece too. Like just to, he would have had all three. <laughs> like just to Might shoot it off. Yeah. That would have been good. Right? Like why not? If you already have those those two things. I mean, he did get Iron Man's chest piece at the very beginning of the movie when Tony rips it off himself and hands it to That's him right. in anger. It, it would have been cool for him to, to see what he would have done with that. Uh so yes, you know, he's just he's wailing on him, he's winning until he's not. Yep. <laughs> um what is it that he does to Thanos does to to eventually call in the rest of his army? He says something. Yeah, I don't remember. Whatever it is, he just brings in the rest of the army. Yeah, right. He gives whatever order. And uh, I think we finally get Scott saving the other two by becoming Giant Man. Just after we watch everybody else walk through the. Uh... That's right. Okay, so we do get to see that first. Yeah. So as Thanos's army comes in. You know they feel very they're overwhelmed. They're like, "What are we gonna do now?" That's yeah, when because Cap is just standing there with a broken shield, <laughs> yeah. just like "fuck it, I'm gonna hold this goddamn line. <laughs> I don't care how many of, the, of you there are. And I've then, got this." And then he does get to hear Sam come through his his earpiece. That's right. He says, "Cap, do you hear me? Can you read me?" And it's on on your left, yep. which a lot of people were just waiting for, and it was great. Yep. It was a great callback. Um, 
a bunch of the 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 sling ring circles start to show up, and you have just about everybody that we've ever seen in the MCU show up. We have sorcerers from uh, the Sanctum Sanctora in in Tibet. Yep. We have uh, all of the Wakandan soldiers. Even Mbaku is there, like with yeah. his people. That's fucking awesome. And you have the Asgardians. And you have the Asgardians coming through because you got uh, Valkyrie, Valkyrie, yeah, coming through. Um, let's see, you get Cap- you get uh, uh, Quill and the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy. You get Spider Man. You get uh, who else am I missing? The Pims and. That's right. You get Janet. I don't know. You don't see Hank though. Yeah, or, I do. Oh, do you see Hank? Mm-hmm. So you get you get Janet, Hank, and Hope. I don't know if you see Janet. I don't, I don't remember seeing them at the battle, but they they're at the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for okay. sure. So at least you see Janet. No, I'm sorry, Hope. Hope. I keep Hope. wanting to say Janet. Yeah, because of the comic book reader in me. Yep, but it's Hope. Yep. Uh, anybody else of significance? Well, the last one to appear is Scott. Okay, when very he goes, large. You're right. Because the conversation is between Strange and um, the other sorcerer, um, when he oh, asks Wong. Sam Wong, when he asks him, "Who else did you want? You wanted? You expected more?" Yeah, that's right. He's like, "Who else did you want to bring?" Kind of thing. Uh, War Machine, Rhodey comes out, and he's in new armor. He's in like almost Hulkbuster armor. Almost Hulkbuster, and in like uh, uh, Iron Patriot colors. Yeah, it's. It's almost like he just grabbed shit from his <laughs> war machine armor yeah. and like threw it onto fucking half finished Hulkbuster armor. He's just like, fuck it, this goes together. I mean, suits up. When did he have time to do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the one of the one of those problems that I had, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It looked cool. It did. Uh, and the Hulk has to fight with one arm essentially because yep. his arm is fucked up from doing the snap, which later on. Is not healed. No. Yeah. Which is, I think, very weird. Because the Hulk heals very fast. quickly. Yeah. But, I mean, it does parallel the damage done to Thanos. This is true. Very true. Uh, okay, so, uh, huge fight scene. I mean, there's nothing really we can describe about it. You have to watch it. It's just amazing. Yeah. The one moment that I really enjoyed, though, is when... Fucking uh, Peter has the gauntlet, and he's like, "Shit, like, I'm I'm caught basically." <laughs> and uh, I don't remember who first Captain Marvel shows up. Yeah, because she shows up and just takes out the right. the big ship, Thanos' ship, because it's raining down fire as he, as he called it. And he's and uh, even Mole is like, "You're gonna take out our army too." He's like, "I don't care." Like, oh, because Scarlet Witch is kicking his ass, like yeah. ripping him apart. And, uh, which, you know, is true. She's super fucking powerful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Captain Marvel takes out the ship and then essentially she, he's like, give her the, the gauntlet and she's got, and the idea is they need to get it to the, the van, which has the time tunnel in it so that they can go back in time, take the stones to the different time periods where they got it from. Uh, and that's when he handed off to Captain Marvel, and yeah. you were saying, and Peter's all like, "Well, I don't know how you're gonna get through all of that." And then, like, all of the women show up, the A and are just fucking badass. <laughs> it was, it was personally a callback to my favorite from Infinity Wars, where you've got Scarlet Witch on the ground, and you'll die here alone, and she's not alone. Yeah, it was a good callback. 
So you had what? You uh, had yeah. what? Okoye, Ashuri, uh, Valkyrie, Valkyrie, Pepper, Pepper, Pepper in her. What's that armor called? Protector armor. I mean, in the comics, it's rescue. I rescue. Think? That's what it is. I always want to say protector, but I know it's rescue. Yeah. Uh, Except it's red in the comics. Yeah, so. it is red. I don't this know. one's blue. It's, it's yeah. not a big deal. Um, Scarlet Witch. It's Scarlet Witch. And there's an... Oh, Janet. Or Hope. 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 Yeah, Hope. Uh, yeah. The Wasp. She's there. It's it's literally everybody. Every female that's going to kick ass. Yeah. And, uh, Gamora's there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Gamora and Nebula are both there. Yep. So, yeah, they, they're, they're ready to... They're essentially going to drive down the field. Which, you got to take into account that... Captain Marvel by herself is pretty fucking powerful. Like, she even fights Thanos at one point. And you get that a repeat of the scene where, like, Cap is holding on to Thanos' glove in uh, Infinity War. And, like, he, you know, he holds it for a little bit, but it do- he, he can't hold it. But this time, like, Captain Marvel, Carol holds it and then defeats him. Like, yeah. straight up breaks his hand backwards. And uh, it's pretty, I thought it was a pretty, I thought that was a pretty kick ass scene. Uh, it, Absolutely. It, something happens though. Oh, because he, he has the gauntlet. Pulls he pulls the the purple stone. stone. Is it the power one? Mm-hmm. He pulls it off of the gauntlet so that he can use it to just fucking cocker, like fucking yeah, yeah Cole cocker. Um, so she's she's about to make it to the time tunnel, but Thanos uses his double sided blade sword thing to essentially knock her out of the way and blow up the van. So that doesn't happen. Uh, what's the next thing? Oh, the the gauntlet is 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 thrown aside, and he goes to put it on. He goes to put it on. He puts it on. That's when she does the callback to the. Is that what Captain it is? America? Yeah. I thought it was earlier. Mm-mm. No, no, that's right. Because he has to have it on. So it's the power is about. It starts going through him. She stops him. Then he knocks her off. Power starts to go through him again. As we see, it, it takes a little bit of time. Uh, that's when Tony comes up, grabs onto the hand. And we don't see it at the moment, but he's stealing all the all the gems off of there. And uh, Thanos goes to make the snap again, which he tells Cap that he's not going to just take out half the people this time. He's going to take out everybody and rebuild the, the the galaxy in his own image or whatever he wants, so that they're not wanting whatever it is that he's uh, that they're missing is what essentially is, is being said. And uh, Tony has now put the the infinity stones onto his own armor and he goes to do the snap which he does which he does and it's just to wipe out thanos and his army (laughs) yep all of his people just dust away including thanos himself including thanos and he's the last one he gets to watch it all happen which was very poetic yes (laughs) it confused me for a second though because i saw like in the background like two people like in an embrace and i was like what the shit like just randomly some of the good guys died and then i remembered oh yeah it's those two in the the black the black guard, order the black order yeah, yeah that are married oh i didn't know they were married or just, they're something they're close to yeah them. they're they're in some type of relationship is it is it the approximate midnight and the elf looking one yes yeah that's what i figured um so yeah, yeah, they they all get dusted away and uh, we win, but it's at a cost. It's yeah. Tony. Tony's the cost. So going in, going into the movie, who did you think was not going to make it? 
nobody. You thought everybody was going to die. I thought for some reason everyone was going to be fine. Oh, you thought everybody was going to be fine? Yeah. Okay. What I about- just thought like people were going to retire after it. They're going to be like, you know what? I'm done with this. <laughs> what did you think, Elizabeth? I figured we'd lose Captain America and Thor. Uh, those were the only two I was pretty certain we would. I was for sh- I thought for sure that we were going to lose all three. I thought we were going to lose Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. And then I also thought we might lose Scott. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just had a few. I, you know what I think it was? Is that I thought we were going to get Cassie as stature, which is what happens in the comic books. So you would need Scott to die. But that doesn't happen. The only one that dies, I mean, unless you count, or you have to count Black Widow, but uh, is Iron Man. Iron Man dies in the the main paddle. And uh, Cap, Cap is the one that's being charged with taking all the stones back to their their proper time period uh, as they were being taken. And uh, he, and this is a little bit of time afterwards, after the big battle, after things are being cleaned up. He's also got to take Mjolnir back uh, to where it was taken from. And he decides, instead of coming back to the present, to live out his life from 1945 on, the point where he went into the ice. So we know, that it, we, we see that he gets married to Peggy. He lives out the life with her. How does that affect the timeline? We don't know. Because in the original timeline, it very much seems like Peggy dies alone, or at least not with that, not with uh, um, Cap as her husband. Now, one of the funny things is if you would have watched, if you watched the Peggy Carter TV show, uh, they say that she she ends up marrying one of the guys that Cap saved in first avenger like mm-hmm. one of the guys from the that were that was in the prison uh the red skulls prison yeah so if you want to retroactively say well he kind of saved himself so that works maybe i don't know yeah maybe i i do not know at all yeah it, it's gonna be it, i don't know it's gonna be interesting how that so one of the things that we can maybe see is that what if show is gonna, that's gonna come out on disney plus yeah the first episode supposed to be uh, Peggy Carter, Captain America. So who knows? Something like that. It, we could get some idea of what, what happens there. True. Um, we also we're supposed to also get the one Wanda Vision show. Mm-hmm. Oh, so essentially what we we see is Cap um, is isn't there. You know. So when Bucky and Falcon are sitting there wondering why Cap hasn't come back on the time plate or whatever, mm-hmm. and Bucky sees it first. I thought maybe you were going to see like a carving in a tree or something that was around there being or like, like, Hey, gravestones or, or a gravestone or something like that. But no, it's, it's actually geriatric cap sitting on a bench by Which the is, lake. That just cracked me up. Cause I was thinking about like, he would have had to know to be there and like just fucking saunter in and sit down and just be like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> just sitting there for like two hours I mean, like, not yeah. necessarily. He might have just been waiting in his car until the moment where he saw himself go back in time, and then yeah. then he went and kind of like but snuck in, and he still had to sneak in and, yeah. and play drama queen a bit. To well, as we came to notice, a lot of the times our heroes don't seem to notice the things that are happening around them, just like what's <laughs> happening with Loki. <laughs> like, yeah, things in their peripheral don't exist for some reason. Yep. Uh, 
Like that, which makes you think that maybe Carol didn't see the the Stormbreaker coming. <laughs> That's why she didn't flinch by it or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. It was it's it was. How do you feel about that ending for Cap? I I don't think I'm happy with it. I'm okay with it. I mean, I don't remember in what comic it happened in a similar way, but it has. and That he gets, gets old? Yeah, that he like yeah. goes back oh. and lets himself get old with Peggy. Oh, I didn't know that one. I just yeah. know like right before Secret Empire? Yeah. Right. He he was he was old cap because the soldier the super soldier serum was taken out of him or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel? I liked it. Yeah. I I thought it was a good representation of his character arc. And I think it was a good representation of the change in dynamic between him and Tony Stark. Um you see at the at the beginning in the first Avenger, um, when he becomes Captain America, his goal isn't necessarily to be a super soldier. That's never his thing. He just wants to do his part. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't like being on the stage. He feels like a circus monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, so he never necessarily wanted to be the idol that was Captain America. He took that mantle on as kind of a means to an end. He wanted to do good. He wanted to... He didn't like bullies. Right. Um, and you kind of see that play out in Civil War when Tony tries to crush him by saying, you know, you don't deserve to that shield. You don't deserve to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. And Steve doesn't care. That's, that's not his main concern. That was always just a means to an end. And I think with Tony's arc in this movie where he has a kid, he's got something worth more than just the greater good. It's the the greater good almost sometimes has to take a backseat to the personal good. Um, you see them start to understand each other. And I think when they strike the deal just before the start of the second movie, mm-hmm. when Tony comes back to do the science that allows them to time travel, you know, and they make the deal we can't erase these last five years. Like I want to bring everybody else back, but more importantly to me, I can't lose what I have. Right. And I think you see in that exchange, the fact that they finally understand each other Mm -hmm. and that the hero rule is something that they care about, but it's not the end all be all. There are other things that are more important to them. Okay. So Uh, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that assessment. It's so one of the things that I had a problem with is not so much. I had a problem with it, because I'm okay, I'm I'm ecstatic that Sam is going to be the new Captain America. Like he gives him the shield, he says, "Look, you're you're the new Captain America." Yeah, which happened in the comic books. Yep. I just wish that there was two shields so that you can give one to Bucky too, <laughs> so that he could also be Captain America. <laughs> now we know they're also getting a show. It's the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be on Disney Plus also. So I'm guessing that's going to like to me. What I thought the show was going to be about was. Winter Soldier is going to be the Black Ops kind of Captain America, and yeah. Falcon's going to be the face. You know, like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm the Boy Scout Captain America, and the two of them are going to have to work together, but different sides of the same coin kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that could still happen. It, it could still be that. But so much happened between Cap and Buck. Like, that was 
such a big relationship and he doesn't have that last moment with Buck. Right. Which I think is good. Well, but that's also not true. Cap's not yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. He's still around. He's still, still around. around. He can ha- he can still you can still say stuff to him. He's still gonna- and Bucky didn't have the relationship with Captain America. He had the relationship with Steve. This is true. But that's it's Steve that's sitting on the bench. It's not Captain America. But the scene wasn't about Steve. The scene was about Captain America. I'm just saying that he better have a scene with him in that show. <laughs> Because that's how that the move the their their relation the the Captain America movies start with him you know yeah so saying hey take all the stupid with you kind of thing or whatever like they do call back to that which is yes. good but yeah. Uh, yeah I just I wish there would have been a, a, a moment between Cap and, and Buck or Steve and Bucky kind of thing uh, Thor gives up his crown throne to Valkyrie. She's the new ruler of Asgard, which is on Earth, and their people are not not a lot, but it's it's their people. Well, I mean, they're all back now. Well, the ones that survived Ragnarok. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the ones that survived that, uh, yeah, survived Thanos' ship. Yeah, Thanos' ship, he already killed half of them Yeah, there, so... so. So they, th- so they had a quarter starting <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. Yes. And then they had a half or a little less than a half. Because you have to assume that like some of them died in that battle. And some of them died within that five years. That's true. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to go off with the Guardians. It's it's going to be the Asgardians of the galaxy, as he even said, <laughs> yeah. as he gets in there. And they are going to go looking or looking for Gamora. So we have a Gamora back. It's just not the Gamora we know, and it's not the Gamora that Quill knows. It's definitely G- G- Gamora, that Gamora, G- Gamora doesn't know Quill. Like right. as he went to go try and kiss her because he he sees her again for the first time, she knocks him down. See, and I thought when he's like looking for Gamora, I thought that he was looking for his Gamora, not the one from the past, because I figured that she probably got snapped. Okay, so being part of Thanos' peep or army, you think that she could have got? I mean, which is possible. I thought about that too, but that doesn't mean that the the one from his time, well, the one from his should time, exist. She right. shouldn't. She yeah. Sh- so what would he be looking for? I think he's looking for the five year younger Kamora. Probably. Okay. I mean, that makes more sense. There's probably a higher chance of that working out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, what is the Black Widow movie going to be about now that we don't have a Black Widow? See? Exactly. So the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to find some way to bring those people that fucking... But the Black Widow movie is going to happen before the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to happen. And that's because of Disney's whole firing of James Gunn. He, now he's working on Suicide Squad first, and then he's going to go back to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Fair enough. So I don't know. <laughs> Any 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 thoughts from you? Well, I mean, we do have those five years that occur in the middle here that we don't. This is true. No, exactly. We, she was present. She was doing things, but there could be a story. In and it could also be a, a story from when yeah. she was first becoming the Black Widow kind of thing. I just don't feel like at this point doing an origin story for her would be a good idea. So I hope they do. It's something great. I, I don't see why it wouldn't be, but I hope yeah. it's something great. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange is back. Bla- uh, Black Panther's back. Captain Marvel's back. 
she didn't really go anywhere, but she's back. Peter Parker. Peter Parker's back. He sees his friends at, in school, specifically Ned. Mm-hmm. We know that the people that were dusted are back, but they are exactly the same age as when they were dusted, whereas the other people are five years older, as we saw with Cassie. Yeah. When we come back for Far From Home, how many of his friends are going to be the same age of him as him, and how many of his friends are going to be five years older? All of them. Okay. All of them are going to be the same. I think all of them are so going to be the same. I just, it just happened to work out that the, the school was part of the half that... Yep. I think, yeah, I think that's I just mean, that's going to lucky. be the His whole class just got <laughs> dusted. Or at least all of the relevant classmates got dusted. Did Do you think Aunt May got dusted? Or is Marissa Tormey going to be five years older? Not based on... I think she got dusted based upon what she looked like at the funeral scene for Tony Stark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, who was that? Boy. boy. Yeah. Iron Man 3. It's the little little boy from Iron Man 3. Fair enough. It took me a while to... Yeah. I was like, who the hell is... They're really holding on him for a very long time. Who is that supposed to be? But yeah, it's, it's the little boy from Iron Man 3. Fair enough. That makes sense. Which means I was he, very confused. Does that by mean that. that he didn't get dusted, or he did get dusted? I think that means he didn't. Well, there's time between Iron Man three and in Infinity War, War, so could be either or. It could be either or. That's interesting. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about with the movie that we didn't cover yet? I feel like this movie had a lot more like comic book things in it than I, any of the other. MCU movies I, had. I do honestly feel like this movie was for the the huge comic book fans. Yeah, like it was more comic booky than the other ones, and like Infinity War was was great for the movie the MCU fans, like which is all of us. Yeah, <laughs> and it it brought in everybody together. But this one, like, it went back to 2012 Avengers, where it was just that core team and like them having to solve stuff. I mean, we got Scott too, and you got rocket in there but like it was a lot of the, just that core team uh trying to figure out what they needed to do and yeah there was a lot of like, there, there were a lot of comic book chapters like thor at the beginning of the third movie has his beard braided <laughs> yeah and he's got his armor back on and like that wasn't what that was the scene before right like he was still big lebowski <laughs> Thor, like kind of thing so that was interesting too um anything that you wanted to that i think we didn't cover so far I don't think so. No? What's going forward from here for the MCU? I hope at some point we get, like, a Young Avengers. I don't see why we wouldn't. Like, I feel like we saw Layla being trained to be the new Hawkeye. Yep. I see. I We have an older Cassie, so she could definitely be... Uh, um, stature. Stature, thank you. Yep. You know, Buck and Falcon might end up training a young patriot somehow a vision is supposed to come back yeah we got one division supposed to happen i still think I, that might be what that that show was about is the the rebuilding of vision from whatever that um shuri got in infinity war yeah. yeah like i think that's a possibility um but yeah we could get the kids from wanda and vision so then we get Speed and Wiccan. Yep. And I don't know how we're going to do Hulkling. Do we... I mean, we have scrolls in this universe now. We do. So it's a possible... But he's a scroll and a Kree, isn't he? Isn't he the, mm-hmm. the mixture of the two? 
I don't I think, think so. he is. Really? I think he's a scroll and a Cree that huh. came together. I, I'll have to reread that and look it up again. Yeah, but. I'm not sure. Uh, so scroll. Young, <laughs> young Avengers. You want to yeah. see Young Avengers in the future? Oh, what do you want to see? Oh, I honestly have no clue. I'm because the things that we know for a fact yeah. is going to get. We're going to get Eternals. We're going to get Shang Chi. Uh, we're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy three. I'm pretty sure Doctor Strange two is still greenlit, and Black Panther two and Captain Marvel two are. So those are all things that are coming down the pipeline. Yeah. What the other surprises are, we don't know. Kevin Feige said it's at least five years before we see X-Men or Fantastic Four. We didn't see anything like that in, in this movie. I thought maybe we get some kind of like reference to something, but nothing. Let me down. <laughs> Let me down, Feige. <laughs> I mean, they technically they couldn't. They, they weren't allowed to, to even talk about those properties until yeah. the, the merger went through. But right. who knows? Overall, great movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Plan and seeing it again this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Maybe if you tomorrow. have time. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, I think that's everything we're going to say for right now. Plan to hear more from us. This is the, the Afterglow review, so to speak. Uh, yeah. This is Geek Leap Media saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. Geek out. There you go. <laughs> This concludes our broadcast. Hi, this is Steven from Geek Elite Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candice, a hairstylist that will work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candice was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts by Candice 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can.